What is going on guys and welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. Today is a special one as it is the first episode I'm recording from Dubai. New setup, new environment, everything is completely different to what it was the last time you would have heard this podcast. But so far it has been a success, super blessed, super happy to now be here. It's been a long time coming um, but I'm enjoying the new environment. I'm just recording this, looking over Dubai Marina at the moment which is an absolutely incredible view. So I'm sure you'll see a lot more of the content, especially on my Instagram and Facebook with regards to the move here, which I'm just so excited to continue with now. Anyway, today's episode of the podcast, we're talking about morning routines. So for me, the morning routine has been probably one of the most important factors in success in terms of my physique, success with my business. Just generally, I think it's such a key part of your day. And That's why I want to try and dedicate this entire podcast towards building the ultimate winning morning routine so you can succeed. My morning routine is a little bit up and down at the moment. Obviously, I'm still getting used to the time differences in Dubai. It's only three hours in front, which is soon to be four hours, obviously, with the UK time difference. It's about to change, but it's just getting used to getting up in what would be super super early in the UK which is actually like a respectable time in Dubai but we're getting there now we're starting to establish a much better morning routine which is starting to help me a lot my morning routines have changed a lot over the years and just where my environment's changed I think your morning routine is always going to change when something changes in your environment so if you've always pretty much had the same environment or you think you probably will be you know same house same job then when you get that morning routine locked in place Chances are it's probably not going to change that much. But anytime there's a big move in your life, your morning routine is probably going to need to change a little bit. So you want to always make sure based on where you are, what you're doing, you have some form of structure and routine in place, which is what we're going to talk about today. Now, I've really noticed when I don't have a morning routine, I feel my day is very unproductive. Um, I don't get as much done. Just generally don't feel as good because there are days when, you know, I get up a little bit later, I'm only human or, you know, I've gone to bed a little bit later than up before and it has just affected what I then do in the morning, which has had that knock on effect the rest of my day. So I do believe that your morning is a time where you really need to win. If you win the morning, you're going to win your day, which I know is a bit of a cliche saying, but I genuinely do believe this as well. Um, and what you've got to remember as well, guys, is your morning routine starts the night before. Okay, you need to put some groundwork in before you go to bed if you want a successful morning routine. So this is simply just maybe getting an early night, so not going to bed super late, because if you go to bed super late, let's be realistic, you're probably not going to get up at a respectable time to get your morning routine in place. And also just a little bit of planning the night before as well. So instead of getting up in the morning and then doing your planning, you might want to just do a little bit the night before. So maybe just think a little bit about, are you going to the gym tomorrow? What's food going to be like? This is already starting off your morning in a very, very positive way. So I really do believe that your morning will set you for a very, very, very good day. And it could potentially be the make or break to your transformation. And I say this because one thing that I've really noticed with clients at FitLab that have done very, very well with their transformation is they've had a very good morning routine in place. Now, this could be from them training. This could be them going to get some steps in. This could be simply just making a high protein breakfast, something like that. But I've always seen that the successful clients that have done really well they do have good structure in their mornings. So I generally feel as a high performer, you need to make sure you've got a good morning routine locked in place. And this is gonna be completely different to everyone that's listening to this. No one is gonna have the same morning routine. Yes, there's probably gonna be some similarities, but your morning routine is gonna be very, very, very individual towards you. 
So firstly, I just want to run you guys through a few very simple mistakes that I see when it comes to people's morning routines that kind of do leave them in quite a bad position for the rest of the day. So the first one is just being way too reactive in the morning, okay? What I mean by that is people don't really have any structure, so they just get up, they like you know, roll out of bed super late, they're reactive in terms of what they're going to eat that day, they're reactive with their decisions, like it's just not a good place to be. People just bounce off the walls, they're disorganized, and they just throw themselves out the door without actually having a chance to think. This does not lead you to a good place. This is disorganization, which is not going to get you to a good level in terms of your physique, in terms of your business, your personal development. You need to make sure you have something in place, okay? And I hate the excuse of I'm not a morning person, okay? Like, not everyone is is going to be a morning person, but there's still certain guidelines and certain standards you should hold yourself to. And I do believe as well that you can make yourself a morning person. You can make yourself better in the mornings. It just takes time. So don't use the excuse of, oh, I'm not a morning person. That's just basically saying you're lazy. If you get up at a respectable hour and get enough sleep, you're going to be able to get a good morning in place. Okay. I also love the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. Okay. What I mean by that is if you don't serve yourself in the morning, Okay, and you don't actually have some, t- some time towards yourself, then you're going to struggle. People are very quick to help other people in the morning. Maybe that's making sure the kids get to school on time, getting the kids breakfast, You know, maybe helping out your partner. And I'm all for that. I really am all for that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't give time to other people, but you should also make sure you give time to yourself because if you don't have some self-development time in the morning for you, then you're not going to have much energy and you know, you're not going to have a productive day. So Get yourself sorted first and then go and serve other people. It's like the advice they give us on a plane, which kind of in my head at the moment, obviously having just traveled to Dubai, if there is an accident on the plane, if a plane crashes, what do they always tell us to do? Serve yourself first, sort yourself out and then help someone else afterwards, okay? It's the same with your morning routine. Sort yourself out, put some time towards yourself. Maybe that's just simply 20 minutes, you know, if that's all you've got and then go and help your family and the rest of the people around you. But you have to have time towards yourself. So in terms of creating your morning routine, now, a lot of this is going to be down to trial and error, okay? What I mean by that is you could try something, it doesn't really work, you don't enjoy it, you're not consistent with it, change it, okay? It is a lot of trial and error, just like with everything, your entire routine, your entire structure is going to come down to trial and error. So, you know, you could put the most perfect morning routine on paper down and think, do you know what, this is going to be game changing for me, and it could just not work at all, okay? It could fall to shit. And that's absolutely fine. You know, we have to have, you know, certain feedback and stuff on things we can then go back and change. Mistakes, which we can then go back and change. So trial and error is going to be a huge part of this. Everybody is going to be different. You do not need to get up at 5 a.m. if you don't want to, okay? The whole 5 a.m. club and, you know, if I'm going to succeed, I need to be getting up super early. Again, it's a load of bollocks because I've tried that. I've tried getting up at 5 a.m. back in the UK and I did it for probably about a month or two and I ended up just getting way too tired and it didn't work for me. And that's not to say you can't do that. I've got some clients that get up at like 4.30 a.m. and they absolutely smash it. They get to the gym, they get their sessions done and fair play to them. But don't fall into the trap of thinking you have to do something because that's simply not the case. You just need to find out what works best for you. Like for me, for example, when I was in the U.K., about 6 a.m. was the time that I was getting up and being super consistent with. Um, and then when I had a little bit of a change in my environment in the UK a couple of months ago, I then moved that back to about 6.30 a.m. And that was working really well for me. But now in Dubai, I'm aiming for that 6.30 a.m. in the morning, which it, it's kind of, my brain still thinks it's 3.30. So it's quite hard if you can imagine. But 6.30 is a time I'm trying to get up in Dubai, which I'm also going to aim to probably pull back to 6 when I'm ready, because I think that for me is a, is a time I want to be up and I want to be doing stuff. But 
as I say, you don't have to fall into what you believe you should be doing in the mornings. Just do something that's suitable towards you. Okay, so if it's not getting up at 5 a.m., that is absolutely fine. Choose a time that you think you can get up and be consistent with. Now, a bit of a game-changing hack is set your alarm, but make sure that you actually have to get out of bed physically to turn off your alarm. Like, if I could give you one hack for sticking to your morning routine, it would probably be that. Okay, when I've done that, I've tested it, it works so well because if you think about it, when you get out, when you, you know, your alarm goes off, you don't want to get out of bed, but it's literally a meter away from you. How easy is it to snooze? Okay, we all done it several, several times. We all snooze our alarm if it's that close to us. So the best thing you can do is put your alarm clock, if you've got one, which I, I had, or, you know, your phone, put it to the other side of the room. So when your alarm gets off, you have to get out of bed to make sure you turn it off because guess what? Movement creates energy. So as soon as you get up and you take those couple of steps to go and turn your alarm off, chances are you're probably not going to then get back into bed again. So that's a very, very simple hack to keep you getting up at a good time and making sure you stick to it. Okay, so make sure you set your alarm and make sure that you <laughs> push it far, further away from just literally having to reach over and turning it off. You've also got to remember, guys, that it's probably going to take you at least a month to get used to your morning routine. At least a month. If we're thinking about habit stacking here. It is going to be about 28 days really before we start to get to the level where it starts to become really easy. So those first four weeks are going to be absolutely pivotal. And if you struggle, guess what? That is absolutely fine. You just got to be as persistent and as consistent as you can for the first 28 days. So if you're setting your alarm an hour earlier to what you're currently getting up now, yeah, it's going to be hard for the first month. That's, you know, that's hard for your body and your brain to get into a good routine doing. But trust me, over time, it will start to become a lot easier. I used to get up at about 7 30, 8 o'clock. Or, you know, when I was at uni, I was probably getting up at like nine o'clock some days. I was being so lazy. But, you know, for me, since I've obviously started to grow my business, I've started to put a lot more time into myself and self-development. I've wanted to get up early. Okay. I've I found more of a purpose um, to get up early. So I've had to make sure that I have found the discipline to be able to actually do that. So make sure you give it enough time and make sure you actually allow yourself, you know, at least really a month to be able to solidify your morning routine. Um, and as I said earlier on this podcast, it may change over time. That is absolutely fine. How many times has mine changed now? Like so many. Coming to Dubai, my morning routine is a com- it's completely different to what it was before. Um, on that note, let me run you through what my current morning routine is to see if you take a few, uh, maybe a bit of value from what I'm currently doing. So for me at the moment, this is what I'm trying to do in Dubai. So alarm goes off for me about 6.30 a.m. First thing I'm then going to do is just get myself outside. Okay, so I've got absolutely lovely settings in the morning. I can walk around the marina. Um, for then the, the sun's kind of just coming up as well. So for me, it's absolutely perfect. And as I said, guys, movement and sunlight, it, that will create energy and it will allow you to be able to wake up more. Okay, when we start to move and when we get the, the sunlight, that produces cortisol. Okay, cortisol is what we need in the morning to be able to uh, have the energy to move around. Okay, so we want to try and uh, release cortisol and movement and sunlight are two things that are really good for doing that. So this is the first thing I do. I go out. Um, I stick on a podcast and I go for a nice walk around the marina for normally about half an hour, um, roughly. When I come back, um, I then make sure that I uh, read my book. So for me, I'm trying to get into my reading a little bit more. Um, so I'll make sure that I've read at least 10 pages I'm looking to read at the moment um, and just literally sit down and have that. By then, I'll have a large bottle of water next to me um, and I'll drink the rest of the one and a half liters that I didn't drink when I got up. So I'll have a large drink first thing before I go for my walk, which I normally put in an SIS hydration tablet. If you know, you know. Um, basically, just an electrolyte tablet to help me obviously replace the salts I lost overnight. And then I'll drink the rest of that, um, the rest of that water whilst I'm reading my book. Okay. When I've done that, 
that's when I'll go and have my breakfast. So for me, I'll have a high protein breakfast, high fat breakfast as well. Um, and then that's going to be like my first meal of the day boxed off. And then obviously I'll have my coffee after that. So at the moment, that for me is a very, very simple morning routine. I might add a little bit more to it over time when I get used to my device app. But for me, just a couple of very simple things. Go for a walk, read your book, um, and then kind of get to work. I'll have already planned my day the day before because that's what I like to do. So I won't need to think about planning my day because it's already kind of done, ready for me to action with. So simple morning routine for me at the moment is pretty much that. And then after I've had my breakfast, I'll go and have a shower and then I'll get on with my day and start ticking off the boxes, okay? So that's roughly where I'm at at the moment. But again, like, you know, this can end up changing quite quickly. Um, here's some things that you could do in your morning routine. So I'm just gonna throw some ideas out there um, in which you could start to bring in and consider to bring into your morning routine as you start to kind of maybe brainstorm a little bit about what is going to work best for you. So firstly, we're going to talk about hydration. So as I said to you a second ago, that is a big part of what you should be looking to do in the morning. Hydrate, okay? I literally had a conversation with a client today and they said that sometimes they don't end up drinking until like 11 a.m. and they just forget. Like you have to make sure you get your water in first thing. It's so important, especially living in a hot country like Dubai. I'm not saying everyone listening to this is living in a hot country, but even more so, my, my body's going to dehydrate more overnight. I'm going to lose more salt. I'm going to lose more water. So I have to make sure I'm replenishing that straight away. Okay, so you should make sure you're getting in at least a pint of water, if not more, if you're a bigger guy, if not more, um, to make sure you're actually hydrating yourself properly. Okay, but water really is not enough. Like water is, is okay. It's a, it's a good starting point. But what we've got to remember is we need to replace those electrolytes as well. So for me, I just literally get a science and sport hydration tablet and I just pop that into my water, effervescent so it fizzes, and then that has got exactly what I need to be able to hydrate properly. Or you could do um, a lemon and you could just get some pink Himalayan salt. That's going to give you a very, very similar effect. It's going to balance your electrolytes. Um, I actually do both out here. Sometimes I'll, I'll use the SIS tablet and I'll put a lemon in my water too with some salt. Again, because... I need to make sure I'm kind of taking that hydration game to the next level being out here, okay? Always make sure you do this before you have a coffee. I used to be the worst person for this. I would crawl out of bed and I would literally get myself over to the Dr. Gusto machine. That's what I used to, used to have. That was my coffee machine. And I used to pour myself a coffee like first thing. That is not really what we should be doing. We should be letting our body wake up naturally, get that little cortisol release naturally. And then when we start to have that little bit of a dip in cortisol, that's when we can bring in our... Um, our caffeine okay so always make sure that you are hydrating first and then caffeinating afterwards so i would probably try not to have caffeine for if you can help it for like the, at least the first of one to two hours of the day if you're training first thing that's a little bit different because you're probably going to want to have caffeine before you train just for the performance enhancing effects but if you're not training first thing um, i would probably try and push your caffeine content back a little bit if you are training first thing, I would still at least allow, you know, half an hour if you can to not have your caffeine first thing. Just give yourself a little bit of time. Just have your drink of water to try and allow yourself to wake up before you then go and smash loads of caffeine. Because if you just, if your body starts to rely just on caffeine to wake up, it's not really a great thing that we want. Your body's then going to become very stimulant, sort of heavy all the time. And, you know, you're not going to be able to get up unless you actually have caffeine, which is, is going to be a bit of a problem. We don't want to become caffeine dependent. We don't want to become dependent on any supplement at all. Okay. Next thing you could do potentially is plan your food. So for me at the moment, I'm pretty much following a meal plan out here in Dubai, which is probably a, um, a subject for another episode. But you could plan your food for the day. So if you're using MyFitnessPal, you know, you're eating quite different stuff each day. Um, well, even if you're not, I think it's just a great thing to do is just get on top of your day, like plan out exactly what you're going to have, put it all into MyFitnessPal, and then you don't have to think about it 
for the rest of the day. And it's going to hold you accountable to exactly what you should be consuming that day as well. Okay, so you're going to get so many benefits from doing it. Plan out your food. It will literally probably take you five, 10 minutes. You know, people people think food tracking takes ages. They think it's this absolute ball ache that they're going to have to spend hours on their phone each day tracking their food. It takes five minutes, guys. I promise you that now. If you know what you're doing on MyFitnessPal, it will not be a long task to do, okay? Yes, it's quite a mundane task. It's not particularly fun, but it gets the job done and it gets your results. So I would always make sure you spend a bit of time prepping, um, planning, sorry, your food, and then, of course, prepping it. Yeah, so if you do have a chance as well, which you should if you're allowing yourself enough time, start prepping your food. If you haven't prepped it the night before, prep your food in the morning, okay? Even if that's just making a wrap, um, you know, maybe that's making some oats you're going to take to work with you, whatever that might be. But a little bit of food prep can go a very, very long way as well. So you should either have that done the night before or you should be able to get that done in the morning as well. The next thing you could look at doing is getting your steps in. So steps first thing is probably the best time you can do steps, okay? If you want to try and box off as many steps in in the first half of the day as you can, if you start leaving your step count later in the day, there is less chance you're going to get it done because our willpower is like our iPhone battery. It just goes down and it goes down and it goes down as the day goes on. So if you're the sort of person that constantly isn't hitting their step count and you struggle with your step count, I would suggest you go and get your steps done first thing or at least a lot of your steps. Okay, so go out, go for a walk and you will feel so much better. Like I say, you will feel more awake and you're also just going to clear your mind. Like you will be able to think about your day ahead. You'll get a very, very nice clear headspace and it just makes the world of difference. So go for a walk first thing and do that. I promise you that'll be an absolute game changer. Also, what we could do here is pair that with a podcast. Okay, so that's personally what I do. I think if you want to start learning more and you want to start becoming more educated and just more well-rounded and just generally just have much better self-development, then podcasts are great. And that's not just a plug to come and listen to my podcast. Obviously, you should be doing that, of course. But at the end of the day, guys, podcasts are fantastic. So make sure you stick one of those on and go for a walk. That will be an absolute game changer to your productivity and how you genuinely start to feel. And over time, you're probably going to start to listen to a fair few podcasts, which hopefully will increase your knowledge and understanding around what you want to learn. If that's nutrition, if that's training, there are so many out there for doing that. Next up is obviously training first thing. Like I've, we've got so many clients that do this. And again, a successful trait I'm seeing is people that train first thing. People that train first thing seem to get great results. And that's not to say if you don't train first thing, you're not going to get great results. Again, we've got loads of clients that have done both of those things. But I think there's a big thing to say about getting it done first thing in the morning. If you're the sort of person that sometimes is a bit inconsistent with your training and you put it off and you get to the end of the day and you just, you know, end up just pying the session off, maybe try and look at getting it done first thing, okay? Because you've got lots of willpower. You know, you just go, you get to the gym, you get it done and you will feel a huge sense of empowerment from doing that gym session. You will feel fantastic, okay? You will have a lot of endorphins released and you'll just generally feel very good. So you'll become more productive at work. You'll have more energy and as long as your nutrition and your hydration is on point, you will just feel fantastic. So if you can get your session done first thing and that works for you, you know, maybe you've got a family you need to go and see after work, which not a lot of my clients do, go and try and get that session done first thing. If that means getting up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., so be it. But it will be worth it because you are going to start to see a massive improvement in your health, your physique, your productivity, everything. So it's completely important. 
Next up, you could start looking at doing some stretching. Now, this is something that I'm definitely gonna start doing because I realize that my flexibility and mobility at the moment isn't actually that great. <laughs> Probably from the years of bodybuilding style training I've done and where I just haven't done enough stretching to be completely honest. So I'm probably gonna start to spend 10 to 20 minutes of doing some stretching every single morning um, and actually trying to get a little bit more mobile and more flexible. So this is something you could definitely bring in as well. There's you know, yoga, you could do all the tutorial videos you've probably got on YouTube with regards to something like that. Um, and again, it's just something that's super easy to do. And I think it's a good thing to clear the mind and clear your headspace first thing in the morning. Um, next up is reading a book. So for me, this is something that I am doing now and I have been doing for a very long time. It's just a time when I feel like it's, it's my time, it's, you know, it's time for myself before I'm going to start to get into the business. And, you know, there's so many books that just will just change your life. You know, if you're not a massive reader, maybe skip this one. But if you do like reading, then, you know, just get something that's going to educate you, something that's going to inspire you and just spend 20 minutes doing that. If you keep doing that every single morning, you are going to end up reading a shit ton of books by the time you get to the end of the year and you're going to have a shit ton more knowledge than what you did have before so it's important to try and look at that as well play the long game that will compound massively over time if you can do 10 pages or 20 minutes that will compound massively which will see you becoming a lot more knowledgeable um, and a lot more educated throughout the process next up would be a high protein breakfast so i think that you should be aiming to eat first thing in the morning and get a protein protein source in. Now, this doesn't it doesn't have to be the case. We've got some clients that like to push their food back a little bit. I'm a fan of intermittent fasting. Some days I think that can work as well. So, you know, skipping breakfast, maybe just having uh, lots of water instead, having a, having a coffee a little bit later in the day, and then maybe getting your first minute at 12. Again, that can work. We don't really have that many clients that do that, but it is a tactic that can work. There's nothing against intermittent fasting and obviously shutting off your, your eating window. But I think that something that you can do, which is very, very effective, is just getting a decent source of protein in first thing. A lot of people struggle to hit their protein intake. It's very, very, very common. So if we can literally completely mitigate that by just getting a decent protein source in first thing, then amazing. You know, this could be having some eggs, which is what I'm having out here. Um, you could have obviously like proats, um, whey protein shake or yogurt. There is so many things you can have for breakfast, but I think a high protein breakfast source is probably one of the best things you can have because this will fill you up massively as well. If you have a good portion of protein first thing, get some healthy fats in there as well. I guarantee you won't get that urge to want to eat food at like 11, 12 o'clock, which is what happens to most people. If you're on like the sugary cereal hype and you're having like a bowl of Cocoa Pops or Shreddies first thing, I'm sorry to say it, but that is just not going to fill you up at all. Your blood sugar level is going to absolutely spiral out of control and then all of a sudden it's going to drop down to uh you know past breaking point and then you're going to become super hungry again okay so you want to try and avoid these big spikes in blood sugar and these big spikes in insulin and you can avoid that by making sure that you're not having super sugary cereals first thing and having a proper protein source and probably getting some healthy fats in there as well like eggs or you know nut butters or something like that okay so that's been a bit of a game changer for me i've always had a high protein breakfast Next up thing you could do would just be to plan your day. So if you've not planned it the night before, which is absolutely fine, you know, not everyone's going to sit there with a pen and paper and plan their day the, the, the night before. I do get that. But if you can start to set a schedule the morning of, then you are going to be ahead of the game. Set some non-negotiables, get some structure in place and just start really mapping out your day for success. Okay, This could be the simplest to-do list ever. It could literally just be, you know, going to the gym, I don't know, going to pick, got to go and pick up the kids, um, you know, got to get to X, Y, and Z to get for work, you know, literally like the simplest schedule for the entire day, but it will go a long, long, long way. 
there's something about writing something down that makes a massive difference. If you write stuff down, you want, chances are you're probably going to do it. And it just sets that schedule in place, hold you accountable. It's just like when you track your food. It holds you accountable to sticking to your food because you tracked it. If you write stuff down, chances are you're probably going probably gonna to stick to things as well. And it gives you the chance to then tick boxes, okay? You can tick boxes, which I'm a massive fan of. When you tick something, you get a massive sense of achievement, which, again, is something that we want to try and be doing. Now, the last thing would be do not, if you can help it, use your phone and start replying to messages, replying to WhatsApps, going on Instagram, scrolling that. I'm the worst for this and I've done this so many times and it just zaps me like it's such an easy like thing to do and to look at and we just get this we get this nice buzz of of doing it we get this nice quick endorphin release but it's really not a nice way so it makes you very lethargic makes you unproductive to just be you know scrolling through Instagram and TikTok first thing in the morning so what I've done now what I did do in the UK is something I'm not actually been able to do out here yet but I'm on top of it is I had a work phone and I had a, um, a personal phone so Obviously, for my job, it's a little bit different because, you know, I'm heavily replying to clients' messages and, and doing lots of stuff on Instagram and all that kind of thing. So for me, I had to create boundaries. And one great boundary that I created was obviously having two different phones. So when I was going out and listening to my podcast in the morning, you know, I, I couldn't get involved with any form of work because it was a different phone. So that was easy for me. But what I would recommend is, you know, either turn your phone off and just don't use it at all um, or just put it on airplane mode. Make sure you've obviously downloaded a podcast the night before if that's what you want to do. Just try not to get into that reactive state of replying to people and doing things early on in the morning. I know it's so easy to do, it's so tempting, but I would really recommend you don't do that because instantly, you know, it could put you in a really bad mood. It could it could dent your morning routine in half. It could start your day in such a bad state. Whereas if we've got that morning routine in place, we're gonna feel fucking awesome. We're gonna feel fantastic. And we're just gonna feel ready to attack the day. So even if you open your phone, um, you know, first thing and you've, you've got into your morning routine and you see like, you know, I don't know, one of your employees is not coming in because they're sick or, you know, you're just being some really bad news. You're going to be in a much better place to deal with that because you've got your morning routine solid, okay? You feel productive, you feel full of energy, feel like you can, you know, tackle the world. So for you to then deal with that problem, it's way easier. If you deal with that problem at six in the morning when you just rolled out of bed, you're probably just going to end up going back to sleep again or you're probably going to send that person a very shitty message. So at the end of the day, guys, the morning routine is going to be essential for that. Um, so I hope you guys have found this useful, okay, of basically how I would approach your morning routine and just creating a successful routine around you. Like I said, everyone's routine is going to be completely different. There is not a right or a wrong way to do it, okay? I've tested multiple routines and depending on your situation, depending on who you live with, depending on your goals, your job, all these different things, everyone's routine is going to be different, Okay. But if you can get something that works for you, you're consistent with it, you stick to it over time, no matter how you feel, you always try and make sure you tick those boxes off and get your morning routine in place, you're going to notice an absolute world of difference. I promise you that now. The morning routine can be a game changer for you getting to where you want to be from a business perspective, from a personal perspective, um, from a professional perspective. All these different things will click into place when you get your morning routine locked down. Okay. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you have, please make sure you get, get it on your story. Drop me a tag. Um, and also, guys, make sure you're subscribing for future episodes because we're going to be making sure they're getting pumped out every single week. I will catch you in the next episode.